Coming up in this episode, we begin with the biggest weird restaurant change, HDR pictures in your browser, and the best gifts for your one-year-old. Then we get into the week's tech news, including the return of QR codes and what's next for Twitter. Stick around, it all starts for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 337, recorded April 18th, 2022. The Ultimate Gift Guide. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and of course you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by two guys, three guys short of five guys. It's Colby Rabadou and Dan Miller. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello. What is going on? I've been to a five guys in a long time. It's been many moons. I don't even know if we have them. Yeah, I have five guys got completely supplanted by Shake Shack. I have located the Shake Shack here. Very nice. Very nice. I should ask Dan, are there any uh, chain restaurants uh, out there in in the great state of Washington you've come to discover? Oh, yes. I only know one, but it's very it is very exciting. It's called Dick's Drive-In. Oh, yes. Uh, is that what it's called? Hang on. Yes, it Did is. I, yep. Because I Google, I Google that, and then it doesn't uh, it doesn't give me any autocompletes because I started the query with dicks. Um, <laughs> yes, that's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> and it's basically McDonald's, but slightly better and cheaper. Um, hmm. Which is yeah, it's a pretty dangerous combination. Um. I like that. I like two things. I like that they purportedly I haven't done my research on this. They claim and everyone else seems to claim that they pay their workers well and give them actual benefits and vacation time. It's like everyone's salaried and stuff. That's cool. The other thing I like is that you can get small portion sizes. So if you just want like a tiny burger and a little teeny tiny bag of fries, you can do that. It'll cost you like $4, uh, which is cool. Yeah, now, ironically, sort of... I've never been to a location where one could actually drive in because all the ones in Seattle you have to walk to. And even the one I went to a, a little out when I was taking my uh, car to get the license plate changed, uh, even that one didn't have a drive through. So I don't know where the drive in part comes. Yeah, there is something about the uh, the economy of scale that's upsetting um, where there, there are chains like Dick's. There's a uh, crystal which is one down in uh, Georgia, which is another fast food chain where it's just, you get uh, even white castle to some degree where it's like, you just get so much, not horrible food for such a low price. It just, the math doesn't add up. How is this possible? And then you're like, Oh, that's right. They pay everyone sub subhuman wages and don't give them health insurance. And Oh, okay. But I guess if Dix is, is paying people fairly, that's pretty good. There are only eight locations. That's not a ton. I mean, I wonder if there's a a Goldilocks zone, if you will, of 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 number of restaurants in a chain where over a certain amount you get to McDonald's territory where everything is just like a mass manufactured paste that gets squished into burger shape, uh, before which everything is super expensive. Yeah, yeah. what is like the most I'm trying to think of what what would be the most expensive, most location chain. Oh, it's got to be like uh, the Cheesecake Factory oh, or P.F. Chang's or something like that. I was going to say even like a Chipotle or something. I mean, how many locations do they have? A Chipotle has a lot, but... I feel like Chipotle is less expensive than the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, a different class of, of restaurants. I was going to look at I guess how that's many... true. You mean fast food, not just chain. Fast food well, chain. Well, it's a good one. Let's see. How many locations? Cheesecake Factory has 308 locations, and they do $2.5 billion in revenues a year. It's a lot of revenues. Wild. So much cheesecake. <laughs> do you know who's buying all this cheesecake? <laughs> Do you know I've eaten at Cheesecake Factory like half a dozen times, but never inside a Cheesecake Factory? No. Uh, living yeah. that patio life? No, living that uh, DoorDash life. Oh. Uh. I've only ever taken food out of a Cheesecake Factory, never in it. 
And actually, I would say six, four or five of those times was the one in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. Classic. That's that was my first Cheesecake Factory at the mall. The Providence Place Mall. Um, I've been to Cheesecake Factory more times than I'd like to admit because the. uh, I had a job that was the office was located next to a mall. And the Cheesecake Factory was was the only restaurant that could reliably accommodate more than like eight people. And so it was it was like once our team grew to more than eight people, it became the only place we could all eat together for lunch. So So we went there a lot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, is revenue the one that's before you take out all the money you spent? Yeah, that's just pure cash coming in the door. Right, so that's all cheesecake. That Yes, that's just pure dollars and cheesecake. <laughs> Unadulterated cheesecake. Wow. I really want cheesecake now. That's a good one. That's what I never... I, I don't, I've never really tried to make cheesecake. I've made other desserts, never cheesecake. You need like a special pan and like uh um because like you have to the sides of the you can't take it out of the pan, you but can it can't hold itself pan. up. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's like it's complicated. My sister makes cheesecake sometimes. Would you it's say to get almost to like me. some kind of factory? <laughs> well, she's not a very reliable factory. <laughs> um yeah. My sound is coming out of the wrong speakers. Why? That's not good. That's weird. Speaking it's speakers. There's a separate audio setting for where the, the sound effects come from. Yes. It's insane. I've been running into this recently because I got the Apple Studio display and the shitty webcam or the blurry webcam, at least. Uh, and it's great. It's expensive, but it's exactly I I had a, a 27 inch 5K iMac <clears throat> one job ago. And so I it's exactly like that, but with thinner bezels, I think, which is nice. Yeah, works pretty well. It is exposing the fact that I think that my thun- my USB-C Thunderbolt dock thing, I don't know what standard this dock is up to. Uh, it's a little flaky. I, w- I was chalking that up to the monitor before, but now I think it's this thing. Because now the, the computer wakes and the monitor lights up, uh, but one out of every four times, like none of the things plugged into the dock work. It, it is shocking how badly bungled Thunderbolt slash USB-C is. Yeah, it's a, I like everything about it physically. Right. It's a great um, idea. Yeah. And Colby's dock is out of stock because they replaced the dock with a new one. And the new dock is also out of stock. Snow docks in stock. So I'm running out the clock on this dock. <laughs> the dot <dark> clock. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Before I smash it with a rock. Now, Dan, do you feel like you were with your new monitor, you're missing out not having like HDR or a high refresh rate? I've never really been able to notice the high refresh rate. The only time I notice the lack of HDR is when I have the laptop lid open and I have the aerial screensaver running with HDR on the <laughs> laptop lid, but then it's, I can directly see it on the other one and see that it's not as good. As seen on Don't Panic. Um, but otherwise, I'm not a photographer and like websites don't have HDR photos. And is it even possible to put an HDR photo on a website? Like, I don't I've know. I've never I noticed that on my phone or anything. That's a good question. I don't. Can YouTube run like HDR videos? You you can with video, yeah. But you know, like if you're scrolling through like your iMessages and someone sent you an HDR photo, like the photo is bright, 
Yeah. Uh, and then you look at the rest of the messages, like, oh, the rest of like the phone UI is dark, feels dull. Um, I've never had that experience scrolling through a web page. Maybe no one does it because it would just. <laughs> I think it is a little jarring. <laughs> I'm going to have to go look up some because I like I don't know if that I've ever seen one or at least I haven't been cognizant of the fact that I was seeing one. I'll, I'll try to find you one and I'll send it to you on iMessage, Colby, and you should uh, you should be able to see the difference. See right. the HDR difference. Careful. Don't don't accept unsolicited photos from Dan. Yeah. <laughs> HDR or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never know with this guy. Uh, can you? You can't search HDR in the Photos app. That's a bummer. I just have to scroll through like a peasant, like an old timey peasant. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys. Speaking of factories that make cheesecake, I've got something totally unrelated. Uh, question: Are you guys good at giving gifts? I have a spotty record. I'm not the worst. No. I need help. Well, hit me. Have I come? To, okay. Uh, I have a uh, a birthday coming up. Ada's birthday, okay, is in a couple weeks. Ada is my niece. She's turning one. And so I need okay. some gift idea. And I came to you guys because I said, who knows better? Who knows more about one-year-olds than Dan and Colby? Yeah, I can see why you thought you would think that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I was one once, apparently. That's what I'm told. I don't remember it. So I don't know what I liked. I was hoping maybe you guys might have some kind of idea or suggestion. How much do you like the kid? <laughs> I like the kid a lot, but, you know, I'm not I'm not getting her like AirPods or anything like well, that. If that's what I was going to say an iPad. And I. <laughs> No, I think my sister would kill me if I did that. One year old. Yes. What do you get the kid who just sort of sits there or crawls around? <laughs> do they still have speaking spells? Or the thing with the farm animals? <laughs> Where it spins and it lands on the cow and says the cow goes moo? moo. Colby, that's your pick tonight, isn't it, on the show? <laughs> that's... <laughs> Your new favorite thing? So I think Wirecutter has an article on this, by the way. They do, and I looked. But the problem I had with the article is, so my brother and I, the two uncles, are in kind of a one-upsmanship about who can get the more extravagant gift, and there wasn't anything particularly extravagant. Apparently, my brother is getting her a little car that she can sit in, like like sort of like a, um, a Power Wheels sort of car except that you can control it from your cell phone so like her parents can like drive her around in the little car that's such a cool gift guys how am i supposed to like bypass that that's that's intense you get her a drone do they have drones that can hold a baby (laughs) You know, I feel like if I Google, can a drone carry a baby, I will immediately be put on a watch list that I will never get (laughs) off of. Now, you could go the other direction, get a submarine, little baby submarine. Extravagant baby gifts is going to be my my search. Where's my Hamaker Schlemmer? uh... Yeah. Luxury baby gifts. (laughs) Did your... um... This is random. Did your do your does your sister like uh what do you call it? The uh the thing with Baby Yoda. The Mandalorian? Are they a Mandalorian fans? They're a huge Mandalorian family, yes. So uh, uh I was looking at clothes today. And for and, babies and this <laughs> no, I was I was on the Gap website and I I was looking to replace my zip up hoodie, but in the in the search results for zip up hoodie was this this thing that I will post in the Slack channel. 
I don't know if it's I don't know if it's small enough. I don't know how big. Well, look at that. That's very nice. I like that. Wow, I'm getting the shit popped up out of me on this website. Oh my god, I got (laughs) wow. Save Dan, save. It looks like it looks like their website has been hacked. Except it's all just (laughs) marketing ads. Close. You got hacked. Close. Just thank God I didn't get one of those uh, cookie EU cookie banners. Okay. Yeah, look at that. Oh, that's a that's a nice pick. I don't think. Oh, this and is it says Yoda on the front. Again. It says "Too cute, I am" on the uh, on the back. <laughs> I love that. Hello, I just like the hood. If they made this in an adult size, I would get one. It's kind of I feel a shame like they the don't. Effect is lost though. Have you noticed that every e-commerce website that sells clothing uses this afterpay thing? It's just like everywhere now. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of gross. It's like it's 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 kind of like on your credit card. Whenever you you see this on your credit card statement, sometimes like, hey, you you could uh, pay for this item like in installments or something. It's like that, but for things that you buy anywhere online. Right. No interest. Oh, no fee when you pay on time. It's right. (laughs) That's where they get you. It's a trap. Yeah, they tried to when I when I bought my car, they tried to hit me up for some other startup scam called AutoPay Plus, which is a third party that I give money to and then they give it to the car company. And but the way they do it is they actually bill you twice a month for an amount that's greater than what the single month's payment would be, but you're paying extra on the principal, so technically you're paying it off. It was all very confusing. Wow. Um, couldn't you just it, do that on your own? Well, that's, yeah, that's why <laughs> it was suspicious. And then they're like, there was like a, I didn't end up doing it, but there was like a $399 fee to start it. And the guy at the dealer was like, yeah, but you're going to save more than $399 by doing it this way and the interest you'll save. And I'm like, this all feels like you're trying to scam. <laughs> I don't believe it. Right. Like you could just pay I, I i've never had a car loan so i don't know but like with a mortgage you can just pay more like yep. you don't you don't have to pay the the monthly minimum here i was actually just thinking about that colby and maybe you know the answer say you you take out a mortgage which is a loan it's a fancy word for a loan i don't know why no one tells you that when you're five years old you listen <laughs> to these commercials are talking about mortgages and uh and uh, leases, both of which are loans, uh, but they don't call them that, which is interesting. Anyways, you take out a loan for a house, and in the terms of that loan, you have to pay them a certain amount of money per month. Uh, Then say you hit the lottery, and you can pay back most of your loan, but not all of it. The amount of money that you have to pay back per month does not go down. So say you had a 30-year mortgage and you pay off 20 years of it, it doesn't actually help you at all in the short term because you're still going to be paying the same amount of money for the next 10 years. Is that correct? Am I understanding this correctly? It depends on on the original terms of of whatever money you take out. It does vary. Oh, it does. Yeah, some so you loans can have like dynamic monthly payments. Well, and then there's refinancing and there's all kinds. So of that was other... my next question. If you refinance the loan, my understanding is another bank, possibly the same bank, someone else buys your pays out your loan and then reloans you different money. Right. But if they did that, they would be loaning you less money because the amount left on the mortgage is less. So Presumably, you might have to do that to lower your monthly costs if you paid off a bunch of your mortgage all in one shot. Yes. Right. Plus to adjust your rate. Yeah. But you might not want to do, though. You might not want to adjust your rate. That's true. Especially these days. And you you can't refinance until you own enough equity in the home anyway. So you can't even refinance right away if you wanted to. You would have to right, wait. Right, but presumably if you paid if you paid down half the the principal in one day, you could refinance the next day. <laughs> sure. 
presumably. I don't know. If, if someone will let you. I mean, it's again, the banks make the rules. So if they'll let you, sure. Right. So whatever, you got enough money, you can convince the banks so to this, let you do anything. So this was, comes to my next question, which is I was explaining this to Lena, and Lena was like, but you don't understand. They don't want you to pay off the loan. Yep. Because the longer that you're paying them, the more money they make, which makes sense because of interest. Because it's a So trip. they might not let you refinance it. Uh, which is interesting. Well, and so and if you buy a house when you're say you're 50 years old, there's not there's no point in even why bother paying off any more than you absolutely have to because you might not be around to see the end of the 30 years anyways. Yeah, that's right. But then the problem is, then you. Then you're straddling your kids or someone else with the remaining debt after your dad. Not necessarily. Or the house just goes back to the bank. <laughs> you you right. certainly aren't keeping it after. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I don't need demise. that anymore. But I kind of li- I like this new attitude from you, Dan. This sort of throw caution <laughs> to the wind. Yeah. I do think like mortgages exist where you're not allowed to pay more than the, the monthly fee. That's what, or, yes, that, uh, that's what she said. Yes. Right. Or, or like you can pay more, but it costs you more. Like they charge you a fee to pay more. But yeah, like that's so there a, was a, what was the phrase for that? It was a really ridiculous phrase, like a prepayment penalty or something. Yes, prepayment penalty. Some nice automatopoeia. Uh, sounds really scary. Then you think about it, you're like, hang on, I love getting prepaid. No one ever prepays me. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. My the, my job is never like you know what Dan we're gonna give you the salary up front this year. <laughs> right, and if they did, would you charge if them? If they did, I wouldn't be like, well, that's gonna cost you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't hold up my won't fit under my mattress all this money. <laughs> yeah, but that's a thing. That's like uh, like when you're looking at mortgage crap. There's like a first summary page on the, oh, the 60 pages of documents that they give you. Mm. And the first summary page says things like your interest rate and like whether or not there's a prepayment penalty, like whether or not you can like refinance, like stuff like that. One of the very few successful things the U S government has ever done is mandated these disclosures. Um, so yeah. they couldn't scam the crap out of you. Right. That's good. And they still do. Yeah. Go figure. Uh, well, listen, I, I really do want to thank you both uh, for all the great uh, suggestions uh, on gift ideas. I settled on one while you were talking. Um, I'm just going to buy her a 3D printer. There you go. She That's can print her cool. own toys. That's a great it's a idea. gift that literally keeps on giving. You know, it's it's unlimited. She'll grow up printing all kinds of exciting things. She'll, she'll have endless creativity. So right. thank you both. Right. Ghost guns. Duplos. <laughs> <laughs> mostly duplos <laughs> you never know oh that's fantastic that's a don't panic challenge we really should take up 3d printing ghost guns <laughs> no. i love that idea the uh that's how the show ends with uh yes. with the fbi kicking in our doors simultaneously don't panic breaking bad yep <laughs> I think that 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 would be a fitting end, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. 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 (sighs) I I went to Ikea over the weekend. I had to take my brother to the world famous New Haven train station. Yes. Classic. Uh, You've taken me there before. I've taken a lot. I've shocking amount of people there before, actually. Um, he had to head to New York City, so um, I was in New Haven, and I wasn't planning to stop, but I said, you can't drive by an Ikea and not stop. Yeah, um, you New Haven, he could have gone to get some delicious pizza, some amazing Italian baked goods, but instead, Swedish meatballs. I didn't even get the food. You don't have to ever eat at an Ikea. That's a shame <laughs> on me. I'm inti- it's intimidating. There's there's something about the, the cafe at Ikea that I just can't. Approach. It's, it's often very crowded. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, it was a Sunday, and it was yeah, it was Easter Sunday. I just realized that. Um, so they weren't crazy busy, but they were busy, and I got a uh, 
I got a, a little stand to put all my networking equipment in, which is very exciting. My modem, my router, my 18 smart home dongles. Nice. Wow. My virtual Stash cell tower. Dongles. Yes, because they're sort of laying on the floor, um, which was not exciting. A mess of wires. So getting cords off the floor is uh, pretty dope. That makes me think of a pick, but I don't know. I think I might have already picked it. How did you get them off the floor? Me, me or him? Oh, um, it's just a, um, it's just a little shelving thing with some shelves. I'm just going to shove all the wires in the back of and just have, because the problem is everything is there's like what three wires that run from the whole tangle to other things. So if I can just get all the tangle organized and in an enclosure where I don't have to see it, then I've solved most of the problem. Because it is just literally a bunch of like smart home dongles that are all uh, Ethernet, so they have to all plug into the um, into the router. Mm-hmm. So not not too too bad of a problem, but one nonetheless. I'm trying to find my pick. Okay, well, while you're doing that, Colby, why don't we pivot over to this week's tech news? We have a number of stories here in the rundown. We're going to talk about some of them. While Colby and Dan are picking the first story we're going to talk about, uh, I do want to thank everyone watching us live right now uh, and our multi-platform live simulcast on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Thanks for checking us out Monday nights. We appreciate you being there. Make sure you subscribe to get alerted when we go live. Um, and I have to say, guys, we just got a comment on the Twitch stream. Pretty exciting. 030Anon says, yo, I just farted and a poopy almost slipped out. So thank you to 030Anon for that great yeah, and constructive shout out to comment. That guy. Shout out to that guy. Um, he, uh, he certainly has a lot going on. So if you have any other great feedback like that, be sure to leave a note in the chat. <laughs> uh, um, just... We got the best fans. Uh, all right. So, guys, where are we starting in the news rundown tonight? I want to start with football, Sean. You know, we talked about baseball last time. And we're talking about football this time. And I know, Dan, you were very excited for the return of the USFL this weekend. I'm sure you watched all the games. Wait, quick, quick uh, follow up from our last week's uh, baseball conversation. Lena went to see a baseball game on Sunday and they were playing the Astros and apparently everyone knows which players were on the team that cheated. And so they boo those players specifically. Yes, it's brutal. I've seen some of these, you know, people bring they because they use the tr- we talked about this last time. They use the tr- banging the trash can as a way to give signals. People will bring inflatable trash cans and throw them on the field <laughs> when the Astros are playing. It's awesome. Wow. Nice. Um. Now, if I recall correctly, the Red Sox manager was the manager of the Astros when this whole thing happened, right? Some years ago. Yes, he was. And then he went and won a World Series not too long after with the Red Sox, who were actually caught cheating, not as badly, quite lightly, in fact, but they were also caught. So he's not a very popular guy. (laughs) Right. Has some uh, unscrupulous. you You know what they say, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Right. I think someone says that. I don't know. Maybe I just made that up. Uh, Dan, you want to talk about this story in the rundown here. Uh, I know you're a big fan of the University of Central Florida. Of course, you know their mascot. I know their mascot. It's the uh, University of Central Florida, Florida men. (laughs) That would be awesome (laughs) if it was. Um, They are the Knights. They are the Knights, the UCF Knights. Um, And they're trying an interesting experiment for their upcoming spring game, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. The college football season is in the fall. But a lot of schools play a spring game, just a sort of an exhibition. Uh, This is new in the last couple of years. It hasn't been around that long. But what they're doing is on the back of the team's jerseys, instead of having the player numbers, they're going to have a QR code. Uh, that people will be able to scan and it will take them to dedicated player biographies and information on the players on UCF's website. Uh, they'll also be showing the QR codes on the home stadium's jumbotron as well. Um, 
There you go. Is this a way to get like scouts to notice them from like the professional teams or something? You know, it's a really good one. Last year, uh, UCF also uh, didn't experiment. They kept numbers, but they swapped the last names for Twitter handles on the back of the player's jersey. So I think this is... They're going to claim it's for fans to be able to interact with the players. It's really a marketing stunt to get people to talk about the University of Central Florida like we are. That's, you know, that's what I love about sports is most of what they do are marketing gimmicks. So... That's now, fair. I'm looking at some of the pictures they posted on Twitter, and one of the players' names is Bowser. Mm. Just like the president of Nintendo. <laughs> really? Did you know that? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Did we talk about that on the show? Uh, when the that Nintendo hacker was like sentenced to prison or something? Uh, Nintendo hacker. Verge. I don't think so. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Nintendo hack. Oh, right. Nintendo hacker Gary Bowser sentenced to three years in prison. And the president of Nintendo of America is named Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser. A good name. What a name. Very appropriate. Wouldn't it be crazy if, if they were like brothers? What a story that would be like you know, they hated each other so much. One rose to the top of Nintendo. The other hacked it. I think it would be funny if is if you become like the president of Nintendo, you have to change your name to a character from a Nintendo game. And introducing our new president, Princess Peach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's hardcore. It's no joke. Well, this QR code thing is interesting. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are saying the obvious. Uh, how do you scan them when players are running around the field? But like they said, they'll also be up, you know, static on the Jumbotron when players are featured so you can scan them from there. And again, it's a gimmick to get attention. And at the end of the day, if it's the players that are getting the attention, I guess that's a good thing. Right. Funny. QR codes. Who knew that one was going to stick around? That's got to be comeback player of the, like if there was an award for comeback tech of the last couple of years, QR codes, man, dead mm. and buried. And yeah. damn it, they came back. I feel like people we were talking about how QR codes were like never going to happen when we were in college. Like I remember yeah. uh, them being on like posters and things for stuff. Everyone was like, God, this is so dumb. But to be fair, those were also the days where you had to download some ultra sketchy app filled with <laughs> ads to like translate these right. mysterious codes. Right. A flashlight esque app. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's both a flashlight and a QR code <laughs> scanner. This is cool. Amazing. Yeah, maybe just ahead of its time. Who knew? I mean, remember when Apple rolled out their own QR codes and then like with app clips and then nobody ever gave a shit. But they weren't visual, were they? Well, they had a version you could scan. And I know because I went to a gas station once they had an app clip sticker on it for the gas station's app. And I tried it and it did not work. Oh man. But they had like a special, they were circular and they had a special Apple design to them. Right. I like the Apple watch QR code thing where it's like this, this, the cloud the kind of sparkly yeah the particle particle sphere very cool yes yeah they, we gotta upgrade the qr the, cl the the classic square qr code is played out yeah we need circles we demand <laughs> circles dude let's just go straight to pentagons i mean let's let's just go wild uh, trapezoids i mean the, the sky's the limit here right Green big, my good sir. Um, so there you go. So props to the University of Central Florida's football team and their weird promotion. <laughs> okay, guys, what else is worth talking about? We've got ads and Xbox games. 
We've got Facebook AR glasses. We've got an update Let's... on Elon Musk's Twitter buyout. Where, where did, we did we talk about Elon Musk and Twitter and Tudor last week? We did. We talked about it. There have been updates since, but we did talk about it last week. I tried to understand what happened. I didn't understand. I mean, the short version is he's probably not buying it. Right. That and Twitter up. certainly doesn't want him to. <laughs> it, it seemed that way. Well, the update on the story, which we can quickly talk about um, since we talked about it last week, is that Twitter put in what's known as a poison pill um, uh, into uh, the company, essentially. It's a new shareholders' rights plan um, proposed and adopted by the company's board of directors. Um, poison pills block hostile takeovers by giving certain shareholders the rights to purchase more stock if an outsider attempts to seize control. Um, basically, I don't... Hang on, I gotta get a second explainer because it's... <laughs> confusing and this this even gets beyond like any uh let's see here uh the rights plan is similar to other plans adopted by publicly held companies in comparable circumstances under the rights plan the rights will become exercisable the right to purchase more stock will become exercisable if an entity person or group acquires beneficial ownership of 15 percent or more of twitter's outstanding common stock in a transaction that is not approved by the board in the events that the rights become exercisable due to, due to the triggering ownership threshold being crossed, each right will entitle its holder um, to purchase at then current excise price additional shares of common stock, then having current market value of twice the exercise price of the right. I'm sure that made perfect sense. Got it. Uh, yeah, no, if only Lena were here, she could explain it. <laughs> As far as I understand it, basically it just means that should Elon Musk get to 15% or more of Twitter's uh, stock, uh, it basically allows everyone else to buy a bunch of cheap stock to dilute him. Um, so he can't get enough stock to gain enough control is sort of the dumb guy way of explaining it. They really don't want him to buy it. Makes sense. Yeah, I guess not. Poor Elon. Where happened to, to uh, truth.social? Is that still a thing? <laughs> you know, there, there was a thing going around today that, because um, obviously Donald Trump isn't on Twitter anymore, but what he's doing now is he prints out tweets that other people write and like signs them and mails them. So like congratulating them and he'll send up the tweet. He doesn't send any truth social posts. Oh. He's never posted on there. Not once. Wait, who does he send them to? Other, poli you know, like people he endorses and st other politicians and stuff. Um, and then he then he posts, he sends pictures of the signed tweets to journalists to then tweet. It's an awful time we live in. <laughs> uh, but no, he's never once tweeted on Truth Social. Not once. Never. He's, he's never truthed. That's what they're called. They're called truths, Sean. There's no truth to this man. Nope, completely imploded. Yeah, nice. Good for them. Uh, it reminds me of Yo. Remember Yo? I do remember Yo. Yeah. You know what I remembered the other day, too? Remember Yik Yak? Oh, yeah, totally. I didn't use Yik Yak, but I remember people talking about it. Um, now I have to go to Wikipedia page list of defunct social networking services, <laughs> which is always a good place to, uh, well, oh, that, now that would be a good out. one of your, um, challenges real, or something, uh, Sean, name as many defunct social networks as you can. Go ahead. You guys want to path ping. Um, <laughs> this is a long list. Uh, yo, obviously. Yeah. Path ping yo. Delicious. Mm -hmm. I guess that MySpace counts. is that defunct. MySpace. Defunct yeah. enough. I, I Bebo. Dodgeball. I'm reading Dodge off the list. Ball. It's easier for me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Friendster. Google Plus. Google Buzz. Google Plus. Google Plus. I went to a, uh, I was, I need somebody to, I need to hire someone to fix my fence in my house. So I was looking at websites of local fence companies. One of them still predominantly had a Google plus 
icon on it, and so I am not hiring them. Instills confidence. Jaiku. Now, well, what was the was that what was the Google one that was only popular in Brazil? Octa or being with an O. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, oh, Orkut. Orkut. There we go. Orkut. Yes. Uh, Meerkat. Remember Meerkat? No. That was the live stream the live streaming app that was big before Periscope. They were big for like five minutes, and the Periscope ate their lunch. Right. Is Snapchat defunct? <laughs> Not even close. Oh, still, still immensely popular. We wish. Wild. AIM, does that count? Yeah, I would say so. I think so. That's a good one. Yeah. You can keep going that down that vein. MSN Messenger. Sure. Uh, Yahoo Messenger. Yahoo Messenger. IRC. Uh, what's the ICQ? Yep. How about Vine? There Vine. you go. Maybe one of the best to ever do it. Mm-hmm. And then there are just these that I've never heard of, but sound insane, like Zoopy. Zoopy. Um, Scuttlepad. These sound made Scuttle. up. Planet Cancer. It was a website for people with cancer. Well, I'm not a business. You know. My Vet Work, a social network for veterans. <laughs> Juice Caster. Juice Caster? Yeah. Is that Go- the uh, Juicero social network? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, oh my God, this. The screenshots are so funny. It's like a million years ago. Yes. I'm looking at them. It won a Webby Award in 2008. 2008, before there even was a web. Gross. Uh, Oh, iTunes Ping. There you go. I named that one. Oh, did you? Oh, you said Ping. That's right. Yes, you did. Um, Goodwiz. Yeah. Oh, boy, we are way off topic here, but just goes to show. Social networks come and go, but friends are always by your side. Speaking of friends, guys, uh, any other stories here on the rundown you would like to discuss? There's only a couple (laughs) and you can say no. I mean, not really. Okay. <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. Let's move on to picks. Uh, the part of the show where each of us brings something we want to share with the world. And there's one pick in here, so I guess we're going to talk about it. Colby, what do you have for us this week? <laughs> I'm the only one. Talking about getting cables off the floor made me remember that a while ago I purchased these under-desk cable management tray things. Uh and I put them under my desk and now there are no cables on my floor. This is relevant, particularly relevant for me because my desk is right next to my steam radiator and like, you know, there's water moving through the radiator. So there was always a a small chance, however remote that, that my steam radiator would malfunction and start leaking uh, water all over my power cables. And I did not want that to happen. So, I solved that problem by getting an underdesk cable management solution. This is one that I found on Amazon. I thought it was great. It's just like a tray, uh, but it's it's like uh, it's like wire. It's like a sturdy wire tray, which I like. It has a lot of holes in it, so like if you need to put a cable in a weird spot, it's not a problem because you can just plug it in. It's not like a solid tray. I guess the trade-off is that you can see the stuff in it, but that's fine because it's under my desk. I don't, I don't look under there. It's great. You should get that's it. fantastic. I desperately need that because my cat shares my office. Unfortunately, it's also his litter box room, uh, which means he gets lots of litter on the floor and it gets all in between the cables and then it's hard to vacuum. So I would love nothing more. I'll sh- let's see if I can just show you guys here on the video, but 
literally on my desk. I, I keep the power strip up on top of the desk like a lunatic. Um, and so, yeah, I could uh, I, I definitely could use this. That's great. Not that expensive either. It's awesome. No. Great pick, Colby. A plus pick. But will it be the best of the night? We're going to find out because Dan is going next. Dan, what do you have for us? <clears throat> I've used this off and on for a while. I'm back on the train. RescueTime.com. They they show you how much time you've spent. Actually, Rescue Time just sent me notification. That was really weird. <laughs> uh, shows you how much time you spend doing different things on your computer, including which websites you go to, and you can categorize different activities as like good or bad or neutral uh, and get cool reports and stuff. I've been trying to be interrupted less and so I can get more, more stuff done. So I'm back on back on rescue time. Well, that's cool. So you just install it and it just sort of tracks everything you do. Yes. <laughs> but the good, not kind suspicious at all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the, you That's pay great. them money, so they're not. They're <laughs> so not you're not the product. Sh- yeah. That's good. Do you have to like locally install this? Yes. Oh. See, that's what sucks about working at a at a like a not cool company. I can't install anything on my work computer. Yeah. Palmer. Well, uh, for those of you who can rescue time, that's awesome. Uh, I'm glad. Is that? See, now that's the kind of thing, Dan. Is there like a report you can send us so we can keep an eye on you? Um, I don't know. Probably. Because I, I would be immensely curious what Dan Miller does all day. I only got an okay today. Um, Damn. Let's see. I'll, I'll try to figure out if I can send yeah. you a... Oh, just curious. I... I'm surprised they haven't introduced some kind of social aspect where it's like, tweet about what you did today. And then everyone immediately follows you because they don't care. <laughs> um, cool. Thank you, Dan. I'm going to go last. Uh, and I've got a heck of a pick here for you in a long string of things you can use to improve your home. The Aquasana two stage under sink water filter system. Uh, I bought one of these when I installed the second kitchen in my basement um a because my water is just okay in the house and b because my uh immunocompromised mother lives down there and you definitely don't want her drinking anything nasty in the water so uh this is a wire cutter pick i pretty easy to install if you're mildly handy um the most complicated part is the integrated faucet that you have to kind of figure out how to install in your sink if your sink has like one of those standard like things you pull out little spray handles like a second hole it installs really easy um if it doesn't you got to cut off i had my contractor cut a hole in my uh, in the new counters um but it works really great it comes with the spout and it's i bought the two stage you can also get a three stage you place the filters every six months and i'll tell you guys the water that comes out of this thing is pretty damn good um it's really i never drink or use tap water ever because it flows at like exactly the same rate as your tap water so you can, um, you know, fill pots with it and fill glasses with it. And um, it's super filtered. So, like I said, if, if you already have a hole in your sink, I would say consider one of these because it would be pretty straightforward to uh, install. Hmm. This is interesting, Sean. I have I didn't have a hole in the sink, nor did I have a contractor and I have a granite countertop. So the. I was not able to put a hole in my sink, but this same company also has like a direct, like inline one where you just hook it into the cold water in your normal faucet. Yeah. Um, and it just filters the cold water in your normal faucet. I'm sure it is less effective at filtering because it's just one tube. But wait, I, I'm super confused. Why do you need a hole in your counter? Well, the, the model I bought comes with its own mini faucet. Oh, so so like in the kitchen, there's like your main kitchen faucet, your main sink faucet. Oh, this is a okay. secondary one just for the filtered water. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, because the the filtering does affect your water pressure. Yeah, it's not bit. it's not as strong now. Right. Um, right. But oh, cool. Well, that's good. So two satisfied customers. Totally. Yeah. 
I actually just changed the filter for the first time the other day. Filter did not last as long as, as it was suggested it was going to last to me. Um, but I think the water here has a lot of goop in it. So what are you going to do? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That is one of the very few things I have on uh, auto delivery. Every six months, auto delivery from Amazon. And that's why I remember this because mine literally just got ordered. Yep. So nice. So check that out. Drink some clean water. Very good. Some nice picks all around. Dan, you just sent us what you did all day in Slack. Yeah. Look at this. Your most. Oh, look at this. Your most common. See, now I don't know what half this stuff is. So you could goof <laughs> it off and I'd have no way of knowing. Well, twitch.tv. I know what that, that is. That's goofing off. Yeah. But that happened after work hours. That's the problem with. Using one computer for everything. Right. What's build mm, kite? That's, a, that's the only one I don't know. It's new new CI system we're switching to. Mm. Spent a lot of time trying to get it to work today. Build I can see clearly. that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love one of these weeks. We definitely need to do a um, uh, what's the screen time? on our iPhones and share what we do all day on our phones. Uh, Cause I think it, I, mine would be embarrassing. I know that I don't want to speak for you guys, but I would be shamed. I don't know if I did this once and I always forget how to actually look at your, uh, Oh, how to dig it out of your Cause I get the little once a week alert that I never read. Um, oh, I yeah, read sc- it. Screen time. There you go. See all activity by the week. Wait, how do you do this? Oh, so, oh, I see. I see. What's your average screen time number? So I'm going to go to last week because it's a complete week. How do you go to last week? Oh, God. You just it's swipe. So unintuitive. It's so intuitive. Um, let's see. My total screen time was 30 hours in a week. 15 Eight, eight hours and oh. 20 minutes. Oh, oh no. Wow. Colby, what are you doing? <laughs> All right. I don't know. This is watching TV. And how about how many pickups? If you scroll down, how many times did you pick up your phone? On out. On it. We'll do or no, let's do the total for the week. Total pickups 564. <laughs> 120. 1,366. <laughs> this is awful. This is, and then, and then we just got to do the last one. Scroll down. How many notifications did you get on average? Per, Because they don't do the total, but how many on average did you get? 123. Mine's 53. 254. Guys, this thing is ruining my life. Colby, what's your secret? I, you just got to turn that shit off. Every I have a I have a pretty strict like if you send me a dumb notification, you just Uh-oh. lose you lose notification privileges. I got six hundred and thirty three Outlook notifications last week. Oh yeah, also abs- absolutely no notifications for email. Yeah. All email is garbage see, or people problem. trying to fish you. That's all. That's all email is now. No notifications. And, and I got I got to do just one more. If you guys scroll up, what's your most used app, and how much time do you spend in it? Uh, mine is Firefox and it's five hours. Firefox. Okay. That's reasonable. That's a good one to pick. <clears throat> Twitter, two hours, five zero minutes. My second highest is five hours with Overcast. My highest is Twitter with seven hours. That's I, that's like a whole work day I spent on Twitter last week. Man, I only used the Overcast for ten minutes last week. That can't be right. I don't know how they count usage, though, to be right. fair. I do listen to a lot of podcasts, though. <laughs> I went back another week, and my total screen time for that week is 81 hours. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Colby just didn't turn his screen I must have left my phone... Um, like just open on a website 
Because it has one website that shows 50 hours, and it definitely wasn't something I was oh, like, I had that looking at. I had that happen, too. Yeah, I it said too. My, my like top five app was a website I was reading for 45 minutes, apparently. It's a website I've never even heard of. That's just, that, that tells me it's running Sutton in the background. That's not no, I re- no, it's not true. I remember going to read that article from Hacker News, but I definitely didn't spend 45 minutes reading it. <laughs> it was an in-depth piece. Um, well, there you go, guys. That's why I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, we've certainly wasted a lot of our own time, but we've also probably wasted the time of everyone else out there. So it's about time we wrap this up, um, unless you guys have anything else you'd like to share. Oh, man, no, I was totally looking at this week. I had 120 pickups, too. No, 120 notifications, 270 pickups. Everyone, start messaging Colby. We need to get him more notifications. I'm so lonely. He's like, nobody wants to talk to the guy. (laughs) Meanwhile, no one ever leaves me alone. Um, I accidentally sent a marketing email the other day with a giveaway contest, like fill out the form and you're entered to win. And I checked a box that said, send me an individual email for each individual entry. So I got hundreds of emails um, within a very short amount of time. It was very annoying. It's <laughs> so. intense. Um, guys up for debate. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Great show. Great program. We've been on a mini hiatus as Matt's been wrapping up uh, his big testing time of, of the year. Uh, but we're going to kick off a big stretch coming up here after March Madness. And guys, I'm already cooking our summer blockbuster series. So every every summer we do a movie series. We've done James Bond. We did Fast and Furious last year. Do you guys want to know what I'm thinking for this summer? Matt doesn't even know yet. You guys are getting a sneak peek. Like a s- and here's a hint. It's not a franchise. It's a theme. Uh... uh War movies. Too many. <laughs> Too many. Uh, horse movies. <laughs> no. Okay. What, like War Horse? I don't... Seabiscuit, um, War Horse. Seabiscuit. So, <laughs> Colby, we'll have you on for our horse-themed episode. Black Beauty. Uh, oh, wow, you know a lot of horse movies. That's not normal. Uh, no, it's. I'll give you a hint. It's kind of related to what we talk about here a little bit. Mm. hacker movies no but that could be fun but your historical technology movies okay i'd like an i'd like an example of that i can only think of tv shows uh-huh. um like uh halton catch fire yeah yeah i guess that's the only one that... uh no but think how does the word adaptation suit you adaptation <laughs> it doesn't suit people. yes we're talking <laughs> video games adapted into movies. Uh, We're talking Super Mario Brothers from the 80s. We're talking uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. We're talking Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. We're talking Uncharted. We're talking a whole... We're going to do a... I, I, that's my pitch to Matt, is we're going to do a whole series of, of uh, video games adapted into movies. Nice. And there are a lot of them, and they are all bad. I forgot about the Uncharted movie. Yeah, I think most of America did. <laughs> you were not alone. But not so many as for there to not be a sequel. Did they announce a sequel? That's wild. I, I think they did. Tomb Raider. Yes. I mean, they're really that may be the most successful or certainly up there. What, what was the yeah. Assassin's Creed? Oh, yeah. The movie. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, Resident Evil, though. I don't think we'd watch it. Warcraft. The Need for Speed movie. Oh, God, the Warcraft movie. I forgot about that. Max Payne. Oh, my God. Angry Birds. Angry Birds. Angry Birds. Birds? Sure. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff here. I think it could be a lot of fun. So we may not do it. Now that I've said it out loud, maybe I'll convince Matt. Detective Pikachu, maybe? Is it too many? Could you do board games adapted into movies? You got Battleship. You got Clue. (laughs) <laughs> is there a monopoly movie they've been working on one for a long time you know there was a monop- a monopoly televised game show <laughs> at one point it's very weird if you ever get a chance to see it um no that's a good one um they actually announced uh today that you know the exploding kittens game 
Yeah. Uh, they uh, they're doing a Netflix series based on the game. Yep, I have the same face. The kittens explode. Is it animated? Uh, apparently. Huh. Something like that. They didn't say what the plot was, which is suspicious. <laughs> Weird. Um, and by the way, Colby, I did Google it. The one bo- you you forgot one major board game made into movie. <laughs> oh, Jumanji. <laughs> Actually, that was a movie made into a board game. Well, it was, that a, was movie a movie about a board a game. game. It was a movie about a made board into game. a board game. Ouija. Remember the Ouija <laughs> oh, yeah. board movie? <laughs> Culture is dead. Um, it's me of being dead. So's this program. Guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Don't panic.io is our website. Go check it out there. Links to all the picks will be there. Uh, make sure you subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Just search Don't Panic. And of course, follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter or email us, Don't Panic Show at gmail.com. We are done here, but we're going to have a lot of fun stuff for you next week. So you're going to want to come back and check it out. On behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you next time for another great edition of the Don't Panic Show. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.